Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. This is a stock I own, I'm buying, and in this video, I want to share the complete research about it because tomorrow I'm going to discuss my portfolio, the five-year performance, 16% per year, not bad for the last five years. And in this video, I really want to discuss the business, the strategy and connect all the dots. And without showing at least one stock that I own, it would be hard to show the portfolio strategy tomorrow. So let's immediately start with the analysis of a small niche food stock, steady dividend payer, compounder over time, Amsterdam commodities. So Amsterdam commodities, if you look at the stock, I always like to look at the long-term chart. So it has been public for, what's this, 30 something years, stable business. And there was one boom here, 2009, where they made a great opportunistic acquisition. Then the stock exploded. And 2015 was the first time I looked at it and then I considered it overvalued. Over the last seven, eight years, the business developed, grew, made an acquisition, increased the dividend, but the stock didn't go far. And now the valuation is completely different. The P ratio is just 12. The dividend yield is above 5.5%. So a very, very interesting food business to look at. It is a cyclical food business, so it depends a little bit on prices going up and down, which food prices, spices, but that also creates opportunities to buy lower, cheaper, more opportunistical. So let's dig into the business analysis. As said, this is a stock I own. I cover it on my research platform. So let me show you the analysis there. And you will also see the detail of how I cover a stock and how I follow that over time. This is my stock market research platform. Everything is here. Everything that matters more is here on the top of it. And uh, here is something that I'm doing now for reference. And here below is the start of the research platform. You can see a lot of research and everything. This was done over the last five years. So don't get overwhelmed by it. The keys is here, the covered stocks. And I'm constantly working on having better and better businesses here. Here is Amsterdam Commodities. It is a food business. I have been following it, as I said, for eight, nine years. Now, this is recently updated, 7 March 2023. And let's start with the business overview. So, of course, every report can be downloaded and then you can read it calmly. So this is a company that has been around for a while, public more than 30 years. And their strategy is to grow by acquiring these small companies that are in the niche food spices and food addition businesses. And by acquiring them, integrating them into their ecosystem, they have done really well over the last decades. The last acquisition was trading organic, and I will discuss that more in a moment. So EBITDA is cyclical because it depends on food prices, spices and nuts, edible seeds. But despite it going 
up and down over time they have that positive trend which is then the positive that i'm looking for into a business so you can see this was a transformational acquisition 2010 other acquisition and then the recent one was trading organic where they entered the organic markets which is very interesting now and high growth there so organic ingredients they made an acquisition they paid a lot so they take on that then they in the first few years they pay down the debt with the profits they make which has also been very very successful that has jumped their sales prices of spices went down here over the years therefore you see this flat growth but volume i think went up so that is normal for a food cyclical business and now they have a pretty good diversification also and when it comes to the acquisition history i really like how they opportunistically take advantage of what is going on in the market and they paid for one Reese about a hundred million so uh, nothing wrong for the money that they got for it and in that line they're acquiring other companies you can read if you join my platform you can read this but then I looked okay trading organic they bought it from Sun Opta that had debt issues thus they needed to sell parts of their businesses to just survive and they will use it to pay down debt not a great bargaining position so they sold for what was a good price they had a 223 million 9.5 percent bond outstanding so amsterdam commodities really went in at the right time to buy something like this since then the stock did okay for sanopta when they bought thus they dealed with some of the debt however very niche business for amsterdam commodities who do you know oh i'm finishing college and i'm going into the spices and nuts edible seeds or tea business food ingredients now maybe in the organic sector yes but they already have a strong strong position globally and then when you need to order 100 kilos of spices you know where to go especially in the netherlands where they are situated and traded but this is a global business in us dollars food commodities are usually traded in us dollars so not relevant to europe but that's what they do good business stable food even if there is a recession you know that people are still going to eat so it might be a little bit slower or something but let's say it is a diversification too the owners are there i think these owners will likely at some point sell the stock for good returns 10 15 times 12 times ebitda which means there is 50 100% upside also in that case from current positions there are always risks from fluctuation in food prices etc etc the financials okay we have had that growth recently because of the acquisition but also earnings have grown thanks to higher food prices different place in the cycle and also the acquisition and the company has been creating 30 to 50 million euro of value for shareholders 50 million in the last year and it looks like they can keep that higher level especially now that they have 
increased their sales due to inflation, food inflation, whatever. They have, of course, higher leverage because of the acquisition, but they are immediately working on lowering that down. Record profits last year, and they have reintroduced the dividend, so the share is a little bit higher as European investors like those dividends, but maybe there will be other opportunities when the dividend is lower. Now, if we go to ticker where we have 10 years and more of financial statements, let's do the revenue check here. So very nice chart, revenues, slow and stable, then acquisition, boom, stable, 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 lower food prices, increasing volume, acquisition, boom, boom. And that's how they have been doing it for the last uh, 50, 60 years. Similarly to the revenues, if I cut the revenues out and I go to net income, if you want to check out ticker, please use my link in the description below. If you want these longer term financial data about companies, you check. Net income boomed, stable, 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 of course, pandemic, and then boom, now higher with inflation. But this is a cyclical. However, the trend is a growing trend. The balance sheet, they are traders, so they are using uh, debt for the acquisitions, so they are lowering that, but also short-term borrowings in order to pay for the commodities that they are trading, sourcing and everything. Nothing bad with the financials, of course, there is, let's say, medium risk, medium reward, but it is still what looks like a good business. The equity is 400 million euros, which is not bad considering the market capitalization. And now let's do the valuation. So on my research platform, I have this template with many stocks on it that I follow. And I have taken into account, let's say the dividend for a normal case, interim last final year dividend, if they keep doing this and then keep growing the dividend just at 4%, then if I expect a 9% discount rate, then the intrinsic value of it is 21 euros. However, if I change the discount rate, if I change the discount rate to, let's say, 15%, then the intrinsic value is much, much lower. However, 15% return, it's difficult, 12%, 17 and the stock is trading, not trading far from that. If I look at the stock price, we have seen lows of 14 1830 and uh, I'm now opportunistically watching it and then increasing the position in the portfolio as the opportunity arises. So as I said, 75% of book value for a food niche business, not bad at all. Now the price has gone a little bit higher as they reintroduced the higher dividend. Maybe after the dividend, there will be other opportunities, but what I'm waiting is a European, let's say, panic situation that should not affect them, which might give me better opportunities. So I think that this gives really the best insight in how I look at the businesses. Tomorrow we'll discuss the portfolio and let's discuss now how does this fit the portfolio. Spices, niche, moat, if you need, as I said, 100 kilos of turmeric of whatever, they are the place to go. And there aren't many others that do the same thing. If there is a recession, food, 
inflation, prices go up, they are just trading. That's what they did also over the last year. So pretty, pretty resilient business there. 5% yield likely will continue to grow with these opportunistic acquisitions here and there. So I estimate 7 to 10% growth over time, depending on how they do that. They did that very smartly in the past. Add stability of, to the portfolio with the food business at the right price. That's why I'm having now a starting position, just start accumulating over time. And I'll try to be opportunistic depending on the issues on the European market. When it goes down, everything goes down, even if this hasn't much relevance to the market. So now the model portfolio, five to 10 businesses to own over time, global focus. I'm looking for these 10% returns. Amsterdam Commodities is there. I'm following it on my platform. So you can check my research platform if you want me to follow and then let you know, okay, this is now a better buy strategical, but more about that tomorrow in the model portfolio five-year review. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you. And I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.